It's Tanya Burke, your host of We On The Table, and we have another great episode for you today in season one. That's right, I said it's season one. Today we have Kama Burton, and Kama is the broker owner of CMB Realty Services. Kama is doing so many great things out here in the realty game. She is the one that you want to listen to and hear from. She Today, she's here to drop some golden nuggets, golden, not chicken. She's here to drop some golden nuggets about what we should be doing in this real estate game right now. Because as you all know, real estate is booming throughout the nation, not just in one state, two state, three state, but all throughout the nation. And so Kama's here to tell us what we need to do to get in on this. So stick around and hear what she has to say. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, 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 sister friends. Welcome to a new episode of We On The Table. And today we have another table master. Her name is Kama Burton. And boy, when I tell you that she is, I mean, she is killing the game out here in the realty field. And not just in real estate. Later on, we're going to talk about everything that she's doing. But Kama, I'm telling you, Kama is one of those dynamic black women that is taking many industries by storm and she's so humble about it as well and that's one of the reasons why i was like okay we have to get this sister friend to be a regular sister friend on the show and so she'll be coming on regularly talking about the real estate field and making sure you guys don't make those dreadful mistakes that we always hear about when people are buying or selling or anything realty but today we want to learn a little bit more about comma you know she is like i said she's in the real estate industry she's been a realtor how many years now comma 15, you been 15 and a half 15 <laughs> and a half years she's been out here in this game she just recently opened her own brokerage cmb realty services i mean when i say hot off the press i mean hot like hot like hot like fire right off the press you just open up your new brokerage what in september, september we are in september september the first yes yes so 18 19 days ago yes man you get it 19 days ago 19 yes. days she opened up her own brokerage she's been the she's the state director of the california association of realtors I mean, I can't tell you she's, I mean, she's just, she's serving and she's leading and just about everything. She has her own nonprofit, nonprofit where she's 
teaching and leading young ladies to do the same thing. Like she is out there. There's no excuses, folks. There's no excuses out here. This 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 sister friend is doing a doggone thing. And I'm so grateful mm -hmm. and appreciative of her, not only just to be on the show, but just to be a great model and resource to other women and especially other black women. So I'm the, the hat's off to you, Kama. Has a, she's a professor. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And, 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 and I mean, the woman that wrote a book, I mean, I could tell you there's so many things that she's done, but we're going to get right on into this episode so we can learn more about Kama and how she got here. Like, how did you get here, Kama? How did you get into the business? What made you say, hey, real estate is where i want to go and then you know but it branched off into other things but how did you get here well honestly i, I sometimes question myself as well because real estate was definitely not my path nor was anything that i'm doing right now one of my dreams as a young girl was to be a stay-at-home mom that's what i wanted to do uh, I, I just wanted to be a good wife be a good mother uh go to school functions and things like that and I wanted to be young at a very uh, married at a very young age. So one of the things that I wanted to do, um, well, the age I wanted to get married at was like 18, 19 years old. And I must say that dream was definitely fulfilled, but I didn't know that that dream was going to later become a nightmare. So I um, ended up in a relationship, very controlling, um, abusive. And uh, during that time, while I was working certain jobs, I would get called to come home just in the middle of the day. And it was just getting so crazy that I realized I need to be doing something that I can have my own schedule and just kind of come and go when I please. So I looked in the newspaper. I seen a work from home uh, ad. And as soon as I seen that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I think this is for me. It was bold. It was calling my name. And so I went in, had an interview, and it was for a real estate agent. And so I went in there. They said, I told them, you know, I don't have any experience. I don't have any um, school backing for school. Like I haven't went to school for real estate. And the lady said, Oh, don't worry about it. We have a real estate school. If you can just go through the real estate school and take the test, you'll be licensed. So that's how I actually got started in real estate. It's because I wanted to work from home and have my freedom to kind of come and go when I want to and still be able to get an income. So having that freedom to be able to one, still be able to make money, Mm -hmm. you know, advance in a career and also take care of your children. Yes. And that's just like, that seems like a winning opportunity, especially, you know, for, I always, you know, hear a lot of, you know, black women who say, Hey, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to get into. And especially since we've, you know, hit the COVID-19 pandemic, many people, a lot of the jobs that folks had kind of relied on, they no longer have anymore. A lot of companies have closed up, but it seems like the real estate industry is still going strong. It is. It's, it's going really strong. As a matter of fact, um, they're saying that this industry is what's going to help us bring us out of the recession. And with me working literally every weekend, oh yeah, it, it's, it's working <laughs> for me yes, right now. I, I'm just like, you know, just looking at and seeing all these folks saying, you know, just on my block alone, we've had about maybe three or four people who sold their homes in the last few months. And I mean, one of the guys, he, his house sold so fast, they didn't even have time to put the, the for sale sign up in, in the yard. So, nope. I mean, it's definitely a seller's market, it seems like. 
and um, and and you know, hearing about the multiple offers and and, and people just really uh, really making profits over their homes. Uh, you know, some of these folks who bought homes, you know, years ago when the prices were a lot lower and now they're selling it for two and three hundred thousand or sometimes five hundred thousand more than what they paid for it and, and able to cash out and and then maybe get into a bigger home or or in a neighborhood that they always wanted to live in. So it just seems like a very um, strong market right now to be in this industry. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's bananas. I, I, I was sharing that just the other week. Someone I show property to a client, 140 showings in, on this home. The agent told us over 40 offers on the home and the house went $50,000 over what it was listed at. I mean, just in one weekend, it, it takes that. I tell people, look, <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So this is getting real, real out there. So my buyers out there, I'm trying to tell them, you know, you, you have to be ready for the long haul because you have to be very strong. You have to be able to make strong offers. It's tough. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, yes, I've been able to get all these offers um, accepted. It's tough. But when I put a house up for sale, I tell my clients, look, by the time you go and put your, put a home up, I put your home up for sale. I'll tell you, just be ready to move. So if you're not ready right now, get ready because it's going to sell just that quick. Wow. You know, I might need to have a conversation with my husband. You know, we might <laughs> we, we might need to put the for sale sign in the yard and, 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 and really take some, 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 some chances, you know, because yes. I mean, it's just it's and it seems like it's been um, a wonderful career choice for you you know and just how you have you know you say like you you went in started as okay this is something i just want to do so i have some flexibility to be able to, to still be around for my children the way that i want to be and, and still be able to earn money and, and be self-sufficient and making sure that we all are taken care of because that's what we do especially you know as black mothers uh, and just making sure that you was able to continue to do that. And it just seems like what started off, what, what you didn't think would lead you to where you are today, to where you have kind of just even transitioned, just even in your leadership roles um, that you've, you've held uh, within this industry. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So, yeah, like I said, going into this this business, I never expected to be where I am right now. And it, it's brought something out of me that's different. Uh, sometimes people don't understand why you go through something. You go through something. It's, there's always a reason. You may not know what that reason is. You may not know what that end game is, um, but there's always a reason. So just getting uh, more involved in my business by attending events. Like I'll go to networking events and, and talk to people. And then people started sharing with me all of these different uh, groups that they had and things that were going on. So I got, I actually got in the business or got into leadership. I attended a, a candidacy uh, workshop and I was just going to understand how do people run for these offices? What does, what, how does it work? Because the real estate industry is very in, involved with policy and things like that. And so I was there and a, and a friend of mine, uh, Doug, he, we were talking and he said, um, I, he was telling me, oh, you should get involved at the local level. And so, so I said, well, okay, that sounds good. What do I have to do? So the first thing he told me, which I'm going to give you all just a little, little advice is that he said, get involved 
on the finance committee. When you're working with a nonprofit, not-for-profit, understand where their finances are because you need to understand how that 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 group works and so or that nonprofit or not-for-profit works. And that was what I did. I, I, I began to get involved with finance on the finance committee. Then later, uh, I, I learned more about what the board of directors were. So I ran for board of directors. I began to be a part of the board of directors. And then from there, for my local association. And then from there, I was able to uh, find out more about how to be a state director at the California Association of Realtors. So once I became a board of directors, about a year in, I was uh, appointed to be a state director. And now that I'm a state director, uh, I am attending the National Association of Realtors. So you see how this thing just kind of snowballs because you begin to talk to people. So that's what I did. I began to talk to people and I learned more about what it is that I was doing because I know people, you know, we sign up for things. Some people sign up because it sounds fun, but there's actually work that needs to be done. So I, I, I fell in love with the work. And just from there, it's just continued to blossom. So I'm currently the treasurer of my local association and um, I'm finishing out this term and I was just elected as the 2021 president elect and I'll be the 2022 president of my local association. So it was wow. just getting involved and just staying involved. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. I mean, yeah. And I'm glad you shared that story because you you gave a lot of you you gave some good nuggets right there. And I'm not talking about chicken or cat food. You gave <laughs> you gave some golden nuggets right there <laughs> to folks because oftentimes we get involved in things like like you said we 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 just do the job. We just say okay, um, you know I am a blank and I just go in and do the work. But you taking it further. And learning more about, especially behind the scenes, about how how is this happening? What 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 happens? Like you said, fine. I believe that was the best place. That was one of the greatest advice that your friend gave you, and saying, "Hey, be a part of the committee and be a part of finance, because mm -hmm. finance is the most like one of the most important, you know, committees that you can be on in any organization. I don't care Absolutely. what it is, whether you are." you know, an elected position, appointed position in any type of organization, the finance committee, that's where you learn. I mean, you learn everything. Yes. In, in, in that particular committee. So and then that was a whirlwind of you going from there. And now, you know, in the next year or two, you're going to be the president. Yes. So yes. I mean, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, you 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 make it. I'm not gonna lie. You know, seeing you out here, you make it look real easy. <laughs> you, make it, you make it. You you know, you make it look. Good. I'm like, look at her. She out here. And I got cell phone. Good. I be Facebook stalking. I'm not gonna lie about it. I'm right. there and I be like, look at her over there. Look, look, you see, she over there. Look, she got book signing going on. That she over here doing this. That she over there. Now she's yeah. speaking over here. She doing all, all right. these things. And I'm it's like, hey. Right. Do the doggone thing, but you make it look easy. But I know that it was, you know, it, it, it taking it that path wasn't always easy. No, it, it wasn't, and that's why I tell people it came with something. I, I I have not arrived. Just to let people know, I'm still working, and I don't think there ever will truly be a point where we've arrived. Um, I've heard Les Brown say, if you've arrived or you you've gotten to that that point, you're probably not where you need to be. So that's why when you start learning more about what you do, 
it constantly evolves into different things. I mean, literally my mind just keeps going, 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 because I feel like there's always more to what it is. And one thing about me, which I encourage people to do is stay educated throughout it. Like you have to know what you're doing. If there's a seminar that's going to help you, if there's a book that you need to buy, if there's a training you need to go to, go to it. Stop saying, well, I don't have time for that. Well, don't take the position if you don't have time because if people are electing you appointing you um for something they see something in you you need to make sure you take it to another level and make sure you understand what you're doing so that you can help best serve someone and you can help bring somebody up because i don't do this by myself this is not just me able to do things so i can help other people and that to me that's what it's about paying it forward showing other people you know, I know it, 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 it may look easy in some areas, but it comes with it comes with a fight. Don't don't get me wrong. This stuff comes with a fight, especially being a black woman. I, I'll just put it out there. It comes with a fight. It comes with a struggle. But I, I always tell myself I'm in it for the long haul. And it's going to be very hard for somebody just to pull me out of something because of the way they feel in today. Because I know I got time for that. <laughs> I was going to do that was a read. It, it's gonna be very hard because how you feel. Oh, oh Lord, have mercy. How you feeling today? It's. I mean, that's real about it. We gotta be real that's about so it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's a lesson in itself. That's yeah. a lesson in itself. That okay, this is tough. Nobody said it was gonna be easy, but this is this is a little tough. But I'm gonna keep going anyway. Anyhow, Absolutely. as my grandma said, keep it going anyhow. anyhow. You know, <laughs> and so. I mean, I'm just, I'm just amazed at your story. You know, um, you overcame, you said the tumultuous and, and abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And you said, okay, I can't let that stop me. I'm a mother, you know, I'm a wife, but I, I got to keep going and I got to do what I need to do to put myself in a better situation. You found an avenue and, mm -hmm. you know, you kept doing all these different things and i'm pretty sure um because i know that you're a christian woman and i'm pretty sure that you knew okay uh god brought me through these things you relied on 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 god to to help you and mold you and, and lead you and listening to him and, and him guiding you but you were obedient and listening and discerning because it's definitely paid off for you so you've gone through all these things you 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 started off as a realtor you decided I need to know more about this field because I, I'm in it to win it. I'm in it for the long haul. And then you you're to this point now where you have, I mean, you've opened up your own brokerage. Yeah. Like, I mean, like how, like how, what made you say, okay, now's the time for me to do this. You know, it's, it's funny that I, I I've been thinking about opening my own brokerage probably my entire career because when i originally took took the real estate license test um my goal was to become a broker right away that was my goal uh the one of the requirements were a bachelor's degree there was something else you have to do and you can get the you can go and take your test well i had the back i have a bachelor's degree but i still didn't take the test so it literally has taken me 14 years for me to finally take the test, which I did November of 2019. And so um, it was just, I just started feeling this pressure like, okay, comma, 
you know, you, you, you've been working under a brokers for years. You know, you want to help other people. I didn't want to just build a team. That wasn't, a, that wasn't enough for me. I wanted to have something that I can call my own. I know that there's not a lot of black, black brokerages out there at all whatsoever. Um, so I wanted to, I, I just said, you know what? Now is the time I have children. Um, my children are entrepreneurs and I wanted to show them that whatever they want to do, they can absolutely do. And then I started, uh, um, what following there's a group under the initial women's initiative under the women's uh, the uh, California Association of Realtors called woman up and there they're really trying to close the gap between uh, men and women brokers and leaders because we as women take up about we're about a little over 60% in the industry as as realtors and brokers but we only make up about 20% of women brokers like active brokers that's out there opening their own business and so hearing those numbers and no and i can't even imagine i don't even know what the numbers are i believe they mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the numbers were even smaller as far as the minority or, or black or, mm -hmm. or um latino as far as um and asian brokers it was so small and i i, I mean out of that it could have been more than five percent or something like that wow. um told me on that but i knew that i have to start i have to contribute to that number so if i contribute to it how do i encourage other people to do so so i went ahead took my broker's license failed a couple of times i tell people this because it, it's not an easy I, I was in the business 14 years when i had taken the test almost 15 and i failed it because it, it was tough but i persevered i went through because i started thinking about the other people that i'll be serving and helping and leading because i want them to know that it's possible so then i just said you know what this is it i'm going to go ahead and take the test i passed the test and um i just felt like this year 2020 was the time to go ahead and open despite the pandemic, despite that was happening. Um, I didn't want to sit and be feel depressed and say, well, with me, why are we at home? I wanted to make sure that even during a hard time that I can find goodness in it. And so I actually filed the paperwork in April of, of this year and, and got started with everything. So again, just another one of those things that I said, despite of what's happening around me, I have to find the good for good in it because everything is working together for our good. So if it's work, if everything is working together for our good, that means this pandemic is working for our good. When I was going through the controlling relationship, it was working for my good. So it was all working for my good. So I had to see through a different lens. I had to see the glass half empty instead of half full. Oh, Nope, had to see the glass half full instead of half empty. So that way I know that at the end of the day, there's still more out there for me. So I just said, hey, let's do it. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. <laughs> I say no, that's the worst man. that can happen. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man. That was, that was, man, that was like a drop it like it's hot statement. Like <laughs> if I didn't have these 45 year old knees right about now, I would, when you was talking, I would have dropped yeah, it. Dropped I just it. had to, you know, just raise my hands instead. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because if I these days, if I drop it, it ain't coming back up. Right. <laughs> I'm here to help you though. I'll support you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad you said that because there's so many people who are out there who are kind of just stuck because of COVID-19, because of these adversities in their lives. And it's like, no, that's the time when you need to just really be out there like, you yeah. know, like fighting yeah, and yeah. punching and getting it getting that stuff out clearing clearing the weeds you know that's right. this, that's is the, right. 
this is the perfect season for millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, you name it, whatever it is. Rather you're in a job and you're looking about going up, this is the time for you to do that. If you're in a job and you look and you say, hey, well, it's COVID-19 and I shouldn't go over and, and, and elevate myself and make more money. No, this is the time for people to do that. And so many folks are just holding back. And I'm so glad you said that, that despite everything that's going on. Well, can I say something? You mentioned, you just said something that I actually told myself. So in the beginning of, of the pandemic, my phone was ringing off the hook. Literally, I was getting leads that people were calling me ready to move forward, whether it was talking about putting their home up for sale or talking to a friend or what have you. And I would not share with social media what was happening in my life. And I felt so bad because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all of this. This stuff is happening in a good way, but I felt like I was going to offend someone. And I was watching people post and everything. And I said, well, what's wrong with that? Why am I holding back? Maybe we can rejoice for somebody else that's rejoicing. It's not that I'm bragging, but it's okay to share because sometimes somebody wants to hear some good news from somebody. Sometimes people want to hear that somebody's doing better. So it took me a few months, but I noticed the more that I'm posting about my great news People are celebrating with me. Now, will I have some naysayers and some haters and some people that are saying, why is this? Yeah, but I don't care. I really don't. If I can help, if my story and my testimony can help somebody else build and say, you know what, I can do it, then so be it. And that's what I'm getting now. People are saying, you know what, comma, I'm encouraged. You know what, comma, I, I decided I'm just going to move forward with this or move forward with that because of what you're doing. So just because... Um, I, I'm afraid of the one or two voices that may be a, may be a teeny weeny louder than my other voices. I need to back, back up and, and help those people that want to hear something great and know that something is possible. You hit it right there. That is your testimony. We all have testimonies and we should be sharing them. That's 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 our role. That's that's what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. anyway. And I'm so glad that you said, you know what? Let me do this. And you know what? No matter what you do, we're going to always have the haters. Always. We're going to always have the naysayers. Always. <laughs> and, and that's fine. Let, where are they? Sitting off in the corner. Mm-hmm. Peeping and looking at you doing all what you doing like look at her she bragging again yeah you got that right 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 you got that right yes I'm putting it on out there because if I can do it you can do it too that's that and it's your intent it's all about your intent yeah. and if your intent is to be of help for somebody else please shoot it from the rooftop girl get a smoke signal oh, airplane yeah. sky riding the crazy oh. <laughs> do whatever you got to do to make sure that message get out because especially right. during this time people need to see something other than people dying That's something right. other than people losing out on something people need to see there is still hope there yeah. is still an opportunity not just for her but also for me so yeah. I'm glad you're out here testifying and, and putting it out there because people need to see this. People need Thank to know, you. hey, if she's out there and I've heard her testimony and where she's going, I know that I can do it too. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because right before we got on, that was the last thing I posted on my um on my Facebook. I oh. said, I just love it when people, you know, put posts in spite of 
I, you know, did this. So in spite of COVID-19, I was able to do this or I'm doing this or I'm still blessed or whatever the case is. You know, even the small wins, Mm -hmm. you know, people need to be celebrating. So absolutely, I'm glad you said that. And I'm glad that you took took the leap and the step to start your own brokerage and no matter and then there's never a timeline you know like you said okay it took 14 years for you to go take the test 15 years for you to actually get your brokerage going but you always had it in your mind that you was going to do it but it's on your timeline not anyone else's nobody and i'm glad that you stuck with it and you did it and so um because i recently saw you got the keys to your office right keys to my office yes 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 i started working in my office september 1st that was a blessing in itself and this is why i tell people like don't be afraid of the no's don't be afraid of the what you can't do or i'm not going to do something for you when i when i put that application in i had drove by in july i had a just said one day i said i put it on my things to do list I'm going to find an office. So I started driving in Moreno Valley, looking around. There was a particular area I wanted, one, because I know the price was gonna be in the in the price range I wanted, and two, it was convenient. I think it was it's very convenient right off the freeway. So as I drove, I called, talked to the guy, I met with him, I was literally on my way out of town to go visit a friend, and he said, well, if you can come in, I'll, I'll show you the spot, I'll give you the application, and he said, you you know, normally we rent to people that has a background as far as renting, you know, some type of rental background because we want to be able to to confirm your history. And so I said, OK, no problem, but I'll take this information. I said, just to be clear, I've been in this business for four, for 15 years. I have I do have other sources of income. Um, this is just this is just my first chance. So I, what I did was I decided to type up a letter and I said, look, I know what you're looking for, but let me explain to you a little bit about who I am and why I want this place. And I said, if you don't give me the opportunity to prove myself and everybody else has the same mindset, when do I get the experience? I'm just asking for a chance. I'm just asking for an opportunity to be able to be a tenant where you are. And then I listed everything that I do and where I get paid from and things like that. Because I said, if this doesn't work, trust me, this works for me somehow, some way, this this will be paid and i said all i want is an opportunity to have a place to call home for my brokerage and he was like i read your letter i loved it when can you come in and meet and when we met i did not think i was getting the keys i thought we were just filling out the paperwork he was sitting there saying oh here here's the key here I said, oh, okay. And on top of that, he also let me come in. And if I wanted to move things in and do, do, do what I need to do a month earlier. And, and so it was just a blessing, but I, I didn't stop at no. I didn't stop at, well, I don't have the experience. I felt that God had placed me there and that was my spot and I fought for it and it was mine. So just another thing where somebody has told you, mm, yeah, I don't know, but I built a report immediately and I was able to get get the place. And yes, I am in my my. I'm in my office, not right man, now. But I'm in my yeah, <laughs> man. If that ain't if that ain't one of them, you know, shouting right. and dancing <laughs> testimony right there. And I ain't talking about you know they just doing all that. Right. But I'm, I'm talking about one of them, you know, them old fashioned grandma right. testimony right here. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just so great. The perseverance of you saying i am not going to take no for an answer 
I am not going to stop right here. I'm not going to count myself out and I'm not going to allow him to count me out in order yeah. for me to get this space. I mean, that's just terrific. I just love, love, love that story because it just shows that, you know, you just like, you're like, okay, there's nothing going to stop me from getting to where I need to be. And it's, and it definitely was, you know, had God's hand on it because he just, you know, parted like parted the Red Sea, like, okay, there you go, there your path. Go on over there and get your keys. Yes. You know, so I mean, congratulations. Congratulations. You. Um, you are doing great things. I mean, just for you to say, okay, because I can see someone saying, okay, they took the test, they passed the test, and then two years go by and they still they 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 passed the test, but nothing has happened. They hadn't opened up anything. They haven't moved anything. They ain't even got no business cards to fool themselves to think no. they're gonna do something. You know, no, no. But you were like, okay, I took this test. I passed the test. Let me hit it. Absolutely. And you know, you talk about the business cards. So I, I just got my business cards in. I have one agent under me and she was my assistant at one time and, and she got, she passed her test. I, I uh, met her from being in my class. And so one of the things that, that I teach in class, sure you're equipped. A lot of us fail at things because we're not equipped. We want to open a business, but we don't have enough inventory. We want to open, um, you know, we want to say we, 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 we're the best baker out there, but we don't have the tools of what we need to to put ourselves out there even more so. So one of the things that I'm doing is ensuring that when someone signs on with me, they're getting business cards because I know that's the first thing. It's like, well, how do people know who I am? I mean, we can post on social media, we can send out emails and texts and things like that. But it's nothing like having some type of tool to make sure that, that you know what, this is in a lot of, a lot of brokers just do that. So I'm no different from that. But there's some things that I wanna make sure that people are equipped with so that way I can take the excuses out of, oh, this was too hard or I didn't have this and I didn't have that. And then I do a lot of training because I training is everything. If I'm still training as a broker, okay, I'm still going to trainings and seminars. I've signed up for several in the next couple of weeks. If I'm still doing that, why do I not expect the same from those that I am leading to go to learn as well about this industry. So I want to equip them with the things that I believe they they could be that a new agent should be equipped with. So that way it'll be harder for them just to turn their back on the industry and run away because it was too hard. So I, I'm trying to trying to do those things for those that that come and work with me. And that's terrific because you don't always see that that tender loving care that people give out to people who work for them right you know i you know i've seen brokerages where you know it's like okay we may give you some cards and we may not and especially some of those larger firms you know it's like welcome aboard let me tell you about my split you know and they specifically talk about them you know the whole situation is leaned towards how you're going to come in and work for them and make it, you know, right. a better situation for them and not necessarily you. And you have to fend for yourself for whatever training that you can get or mentorship that you 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 need to get in order for you to be successful in this business. And so right. I think that's, you know, you take it a step further and provide like this real elite service 
in terms of you know the people who you're going to have coming on to your brokerage and you say you have someone that came on and and she was previously a assistant and she went on and, and got her her license and so now she's a full-fledged and she and she gets to have someone like you to mentor her and guide her through the process which is going to help her be successful and then hopefully she sees the same thing and pays it forward and it just becomes this this chain of people not holding yeah. back the resources as i say the resource hogs which i cannot stand <laughs> but they're <laughs> out there. there making sure that everybody is taken care of because we each have a role you know we do. in, in doing that so i appreciate yeah, that about do. you and i mean goodness whoever comes to work for you you're a doggone real estate professor so they're gonna get <laughs> all the information that they need oh yeah absolutely and i mean yeah so you know i i the, the 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 resource hogs i love that word oh i'm sorry no i was just resource hogs and I think I realized is that I mentor and I train and I teach because when I didn't know how to do certain things and people wanted to keep it to themselves, they didn't want to tell you it was, it's something that we want to ensure, I want to ensure that everybody gets a fair chance at business if that's what they want. You want to build your business? Well, I'm not going to be that resource hog. I'm not going to be that person who who pushes you aside. That's just not going to be me. I want to make sure that you get all the resources that somebody did not give me. So, And I'm so glad you say that because I'm telling you that's the one. There's a couple things I don't like. I don't like when people steal. And I don't like when people <laughs> purposely keep information from other folks. I just, the, the resource hoggers, I can't stand y'all. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah. I don't like y'all. Okay. I'm a Christian woman. I got to love y'all, but I don't care for y'all. Right. <laughs> right. It is enough to make that clear for all of us. And so it's, it's great to hear that you are committed to other people's success. You are committed to making yeah. sure that other people are successful. And, and and you don't care if they, you know, exceed where you are or wherever they choose to go, but you just want to make sure that they have all the tools that they need. And that's just, and, and, and unfortunately, sometimes it can be a rarity these days. It can be. It can be. I mean, we are living in the world of selfish and selfish and keep for if this person knows I have this, what if they try to come after it? Or if this person knows I do this, somebody's going to try to do it better. One thing I can assure you, somebody can always do it better than you. Just like you can always do it better than somebody else. It's just, it's just what it is. You just perfect your God-given purpose and you do what God do. I'm not the only realtor. Like literally there's, oh, in California, there's over 400 50,000, 450,000 real estate agents and a 210,000 realtors difference to be or you're signing to a, co a code of ethics to be a real estate agent. You're just saying, hey, I'm just a salesperson and I, I'm not holding to a code of ethics. It tells you to the totality of it, 400, over 450,000 people in California possess a real estate license. Now, out of that, then you have little old me. 
I am a unique individual and so are you. You take what you have and I don't care what it is, what type of entrepreneurship it is, you take that and you grow because there will never be another comma, ever, ever, ever. There'll never be another Tanya. There it just won't happen. But you do you to the best of your ability and just know there's always going to be somebody doing it, but don't be afraid of that. Yes, I'm so glad you said that because be yourself in this too. Be yourself. Don't be afraid. You know, it's great to have a mentor. It's great to, you know, oh, this guru, I'm going to learn from this person or whatever, or this person has this method. I'm going to learn about that method, but bring it to the table, but be you when you bring it. You know, stop being these carbon copies. I think so often and then sometimes it's black women we look we were searching because we wanted we wanted to be done right you know mm -hmm. we, we we want it to be perfect you know and so we search and we look and we see oh okay this person right here they're out here killing the game they make they're making millions they're doing the things that they're doing and they're successful at it so i gotta go and do exactly what that person is doing i gotta be become that person and it's like right. no you gotta be you. You gotta do what they say. You gotta do you, boo. You gotta, gotta do, do you, boo. <laughs> you know, yeah, get the resources, yeah. learn from them, but never lose sight of who you are in the process. Yeah, and, and it's clearly uh, shown through your, you know, experiences and successes that that's exactly what you did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just we just have to be open minded to things. We have to, again, understand we were not put on this earth by ourselves for ourselves. We were put on this earth to help other people. And when people get that through their minds, then I think the world will be that much of a better place. I, I'm working on a project and in the project I, um, that I'm working on. One thing I put this song um, in there from back in the, in the 80s with uh, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross. I mean, it was it was Kenny G. I, I'm just trying to think of all the people um, uh, that were in there. And it was we are the world. And when you listen to the lyrics, it says we're the ones to make a better place. So let's start giving. There's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. So we have to make it a better, better place. Just you and me like we really have to make this place better and the only way we're going to do that is coming together and understanding that we all have something that we can intertwine with people i will never meet meet everybody on the face of this earth just it's just absolutely impossible to do in one two three or four lifetimes it's just impossible but with the circles you have i believe that with the people we come across networking what we do is we come together we come together, we build together, and we grow together. That's one of my taglines. I was the president of a group called Women's Council of Realtors. Um, and as president that year, almost every single email that went out, I always ended with, let's grow together, because that's what we need to do. We need to grow together. I can't do this by myself. I, I just can't. And I'm not going to try. I, I tried. Not you guys. I tried. I didn't like delegating because I felt like people couldn't do it the way I was doing it. I felt like they couldn't think like I was thinking. I didn't think they were going to do things when I would, would like for it to be done. And I'm not like a mean, I'm not a mean person to work for at all. I just would like to see things get done. As long as we communicate, we, we got this. We, 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 okay. So it was hard for me because I didn't trust. After going through what I went through, dealing with certain people in my life, being burnt by people, I was like, mm, I can do this all by myself. 
can't do it by myself. So I had to learn how to be more trusty. I had to learn how to open up more. I had to learn other people, find out more about them, do assessments and things like that so that I can discern who is right and who's a good fit for me because everybody's not a good fit for me. Even with agents, every agent is not a good fit for me. I'm not even, honestly, I'm not even recruiting agents. Right now where I am focused, I am focused on building my business. If somebody comes to me, we sit and we talk, but I'm not even focused on recruiting right now. I want to build what I have. That way, whenever that time comes, when I heavily want to do so, I'm and I'm ready. But I know I help, and I'm not doing this all by myself. Wow! I mean, it, I that I, I was like, okay, she 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 calling me out. She talked about all these things where I have struggled. Where it's like, okay. I want to take it all on my own. I want to be the, the the accountant, the banker, the the assistant, the uh, you know the the mm -hmm. carpenter. The, you you name it. I, I'm trying to take on every right. role because it's like right. not want to delegate. Uh, feeling like oh, if I don't do it, it ain't gonna be done right. Uh, and I'm the perfect person for doing mm -hmm. it all. And then you get burned out, and then yeah. you can't do anything. So I'm so glad that you Can't you went there. You went there, and that was a call out for me. Yeah. I was like, "Why are you telling my business like that?" But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I'm exposing it all. <laughs> I mean, but no, but you really hit on some some really great points that is hindering a lot, especially as Black women, because we take on this superwoman persona. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, as do. accurate as it can be that yes, we we are super women and a lot of different things that we take to task, but it's also uh killing us, you know, it's also it hindering us in terms of is you know our health, mental health, physical health. Um, you know, we, we feel that we have to take on the entire weight of the world when we really don't have to, you know, when we can delegate, when we can recruit and bring other people in to help us, you know, build that table. You know, we don't have to do it all by ourselves. So I'm so glad that you said that, that you don't know it all, don't have it all. It's going to always be somebody else to have something that you don't have. You know, I tell, I tell my kids all the time, look, there's always going to be somebody a lot prettier, a, a lot skinnier, a, a lot bigger, taller, shorter, you right. name it. There's always going to be somebody else. So don't try to be something that you're not. Just do you. Do you. Do you and do you to the best of you. That's now right. I ain't telling y'all out here talking about do you and you out here running around trifling. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm saying do you, but do you do the best you. Do the best you. I like that. Do the yes. best you. And so right. how has it been for you? Because you touched on it a little bit earlier. You talked about being a black woman in this industry. Mm -hmm. Truly, how has it been for you as a black woman? being able to navigate all that you have navigated and in all the places you've been on the boards you've been on you know served in uh, and you know policy making and program development like how has that been as a as a black woman well i mean i I'm, i have to say for the most part um it hasn't been as bad i i, I what i do find i remember i was at a networking event and this lady when i say she's she stared me down 
almost like, why is she here? I was the only black woman there. And she followed, every time I looked up, this lady's eyes were on me. And I'm like, what? And, I, and I wasn't looking at her. It's just, you know, you look, you're seeing things. She would just stare, 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 stare till she seen me talking to the CEO. She seen me talking to the CEO. Then all of a sudden she, she got a little more like her, her, her question on the face almost was like, oh, she knows somebody in here trying to figure out like, why is she here? She doesn't belong here. I get that. I do. I get people that don't trust me because I, I believe it's because of the color of my skin. Um, I was I was over a particular group and I dealt with to me what I, was blatant racism. They will deny it to this day that it had nothing to do with racism, but I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like. Um, where I was asked to sit down, not to um, not to run anymore, or maybe try to go back. I'd already got appointed to this or, or elected to this position. I was told I wasn't going to be able to do the position. It was too much. Yes, girl, too much for me. You, you won't be able to handle it. You have a lot going on in your life. You don't know anything about the, this 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 uh, uh, group you're 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 overseeing. Um, so that that push out I dealt with or that tried to push it out that built me to be much stronger. And when I would tell my non-black friends um, that this is what I felt, they were like, oh, no, that has no that has nothing to do with it. Well, Why else? When the person before me had the same came in on the same scenario, not not just being a part of the group for a little while. Um, somebody asked her to be a part of it, had never been on that particular board, but she was so much more accepted and I wasn't. I mean, anything and everything imaginable happened. When I called in to say, can I call in to be in a meeting? Because I was out uh, uh, speaking at an event. Um, I was out of town and at a conference and they were like, no, that's not necessary. But when one of our past presidents called that was non-black, she wanted to call in, it was open for her. So this blatant, this blatant to me discrimination that I was dealing with and pushback that I was dealing with, they were telling me, no, it wasn't okay. So it made me feel a certain way. I was very, I was very emotional, uh, very vocal. And it's okay to be vocal because by the time I was over this particular group, and I began to be more vocal, I probably would came off a little bit stronger than what I probably wanted to, but it was all of that buildup of like, look, I'm about to prove to you, which I should never have to prove myself to anybody. I will prove to you that I'm going to do not only my job, but a great job and watch me do it. Many of them would not return back. They did not come back. They did not pay their dues. Um, they were waiting for my fail for me to fail for my failure and i just didn't allow it you know i said i'm going to i'm going to succeed did i have some bumps in the road road absolutely there's some things i could have changed about myself but i tell you this they i actually i i, I you know stood on their backs saying look watch me work watch me work so that i dealt with which was very ugly i still i'm not going to lie i still have some some uh you know, a little, little residue from that um, where I'm not as connected to that group anymore because I feel like, you know, it, it took that small group of people to treat me as if something was wrong because of the color of my skin. Because, you know, people now are saying that black women are one of the most feared species. No, an educated black woman is one of the most feared species amongst the earth now because we know when we know what we, we know and we put our foot down on things then there people are scared to say anything or people are scared to challenge us. I mean, I, I had this per particular person who would, would go and tell on me 
And the group, instead of them coming to talk to me, what did they do? Attack me. Well, why would you do that? Why would you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't come at me. You come and talk to me. So I would have to always change the conversation and say, look, do you even know what happened? You haven't given me a chance to even talk about what happened. But they call, they have this. There's this book called White Fragility. And in that book, it they have this chapter called White Girls Tears or White Women Tears and or white women cry i think it's white women cry and that's what happened when the white woman went and cried to the other white women to let them know what was happening the first thing was commas the monster she's the angry black woman commas this commas that and i it took me a long time to redeem myself but how did i redeem myself i just continued to be me that was it I was me. And when people, other people started seeing me for who I am, then it started to open up more doors. And I began to grow and blossom from that because of that. So that that ideal did deal with which I'm showing other women, like despite of what these people think about you and other people think about you, they, they are a non-factor in your life. Let, let them say they, they may be the very people that's going to help you go to the next level and, and just take it as that. But ignore, keep pushing and, and go after your, your goals and dreams. Because trust me, I've cried enough for you. I've been hurt enough for you. And if just see what's on the other side of it, trust me, you go brush it off your shoulders and you're just going to keep it pushing. And that's what I did. And that's what I do. But other than that, um, I'm really well accepted, especially like at the California Association of realtors level, the um, local level, the national level. It's a beautiful thing because with everything that's been happening in our world with um, even with some unfair housing things that's been going on with what's happening with the George Floyd, George Floyd's death has opened up the eyes and the hearts of so many people because we're, we were at a time where people were not so busy and they were able to see the truth of what us as African-American, black citizens, American has been dealing with for years. And now people are seeing things just a little more clearly like, oh my gosh, I really didn't know this was happening. Unfortunately, it's like what you thought I was lying, but I mean, you see it all the time, but anyway, but that unfortunately death is fortunately, but unfortunately, that's what his death has caused and it has, it has brought in so many talks in our industry right now. They are so open to diversity, so open to making sure they hear the voices, especially amongst the black community. Now people are trying, I'm, I'm trying to get involved to find out how we can build more policy, how we can get more um, funding for black, for uh, um, uh, homeowners, helping them understand finance and credit and all types of things that I'm doing. Um, I had somebody the other day help with try to help with their credit they were like this is so expensive yeah but you racked up your credit that's gonna that costs way more than what it is trying to change that in that mentality to let them know we can get whatever we want to we do have to change our some of us have to change the mind studies so that's what i'm doing i'm working on things because some bear got to break through and get through it man that was a mouthful right there because i'm telling you <laughs> just even the parts of you having to go through all what you was going through and like you said because uh somebody uh, uh, another woman i ain't gonna call her karen because i don't know her name but because uh, this white woman <laughs> go and tell like y'all still in elementary school go and go tell on you mm -hmm. you know like as if these people could do anything to punish or chastise you anyway but 
right. holding yourself to the level of you still held your professionalism. You still, you know, you didn't go in there and cuss everybody out. And, you know, it, 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 the stereotype that they give us as black women, you know, they're always saying, okay, you got your angry black women. Uh, you think you keep putting us in these positions to make us angry, <laughs> to make us mad. But, oh, but yeah. we don't even conduct ourselves as angry black women. You know, we're passionate, we're fierce, and we're not going to allow anybody to step over us. So if, if that's what you call angry, go ahead and use those words. But we call it passionate. We that's call right. it, you know, that's right. we call it all types of other things. That's right. But being able to weather that storm and still hold your composure and still be able to do the job and still get the job done that says so much because a lot of people can't do that a lot of folks fold under the pressure and i always tell folks look let these people they want to act a fool they want to you know do what they do but sometimes we can't ignore we like you said you was calling it out other people were in denial about it but it's good that you called it out. So you call it, my grandma say, call a spade a spade, you know? And so call spade. you called mm -hmm. it out whether they want to dress it or not. And a lot of that is, is their own personal stuff that they dealing with. They want to come to reality, but you brought up a good point in saying how this time right now with the passing of George Floyd made a lot of people come to that realization and see because you didn't have a busy and the chatter and everything else going on where you had to see what we have been yelling about for ages you know we have been saying yes. crying out from the rooftops about this for ages but now you see and now you're willing to make some of us are willing to make that change the necessary change Absolutely. to be more aware so i'm glad that there are more opportunities that's coming about that you're being able to benefit uh, from and being able to help more black women, black men, black families uh, be able to, you know, have a better grounding, like you said, with your credit, being able to be homeowners, being able to, you know, commercial property, whatever it is, but just being, you know, in a better uh, financial situation and having assets that a lot of us as African-American, you know, African-Americans, we don't have like you know our counterparts do yeah. so i'm glad yeah. that that conversation and dialogue is even happening on th on the real estate level because we all know that real estate is one of the areas where i mean having a you know just having real estate just just having a piece of property is just that's that's a great asset to have you know yeah. that's a great you know uh asset to have in your portfolio you know then not have it so being able to open those doors for people because that conversation is opened up i think that's just i think that's just terrific thank you thank you yeah we you know one, one thing um another book that i recommend for people to read is called uh the color of law and oh yeah that's a wonderful book oh I, excellent I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And one thing that the author Richard Rothstein talked about was how how with segregation, the way things worked, why we when we could not purchase a home, that was taking away the opportunity of generational wealth. And a lot of a lot of times now what we're dealing with 
is uh, people not wanting to own a home because grandmama didn't own a home or granddaddy didn't own a home or mama didn't own a home or daddy didn't own a home. So we feel like that's just not going to work for us. Where I see like a lot of our, our, our brown brothers and sisters who are like, you know what? My mom or dad didn't have a chance, but watch me go out and go get a home. Watch me do, I want to be the first person in my family to have an education, the first person in my family to, to own a home and build generational wealth. And we don't hear that as much in our community because of so much that we've had to endure from generations and generations. I mean, we, we just, we just um, I don't even want to use the word celebrated, but uh, last year there was a lot about, you know, 1619, over 400 years ago when slavery was brought here and how we were never brought here to have a piece of American soil. But now that we have this opportunity, it's time for us to change our thinking and, and discover that, look, we can do just what anybody else is doing. The laws were out there. The 14th Amendment, the, the 13th Amendment, it is out there very clear to say that we should have the same opportunities as, as purchasing a home as white citizens and fair housing that talks about no matter your back, background, gay, straight, uh, disabled, uh, it doesn't matter, income, uh, ability, whatever it is, you should have the same opportunity at home ownership and to build generational wealth because that's where it started. See, I know some of the secrets. I'm learning. I'm talking to my non-black friends. I'm understanding what they're doing. So when do we start building that? It starts with us. It starts with not being afraid, which I get. Um, and I hate to hate to call my family out, but many of my family didn't use me as a realtor. I don't know why. I don't know who they use, but they didn't call me because we look at us. Oh, I want her in my business. Well, guess what? Somebody else going to be in your business Thank and you. go and sell your business. You don't know. We've got to work together. We just have to. So we have to change the thinking and understand um, if we just get educated as to why I'm so big on education, even for my clients, is that we have to understand that it's possible. And so what? You may not get it today. But what if somebody can show you how to get it in a couple of years from now? What if I can show you the opportunities? You may may be like, oh my gosh, that's for forever for now. But guess what? You'll wait for that PlayStation. You'll wait for the new Jordans to come out. You'll wait for all this other stuff. But what about you having a piece of this American pie or, or, or the American dream or whatever they want to call it? What if you could have a piece to start building generational wealth for your offsprings and be able to take that home, take money out of it and go buy other homes or go and invest in homes and using other other people's money, OPM, other people's money to buy. Like this thing just goes on and on and on. But my people perish because of lack of knowledge. We have to change that narrative. We just have to change it. And it can be changed if you want it to be changed. That was a shut your lips. <laughs> I mean, I am. I got chills over here no. from what you said because it's so true. It's so it's so true, mm -hmm. and I am so glad that. Um, I'm so glad that you were doing this. I'm so glad that you answered your call because you were truly in your calling. Thank you. And, and I, when I see you, and I and I'm and I'm being real, like when I see you and I see the work that you're doing, and I see you from a distance, and I'm like, there she go. I see her. Let me hit that like on here, boop. You know, 
when I see you doing the work that you're doing, I was like, she's in her calling. She is truly in her calling. And I'm, I'm going to continue to pray for you. Please do. I, I'm, I'm praying for your territory to be increased. Amen. So that might mean that you might get a little extra stuff that you ain't asked for, but what right. I'm praying for your territory to be increased because <laughs> it is people like you that we need out here in the forefront. It is people like you who, you know, not the glitz and the glam and, and oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like I, I said in the beginning, you're very humble about how you go about and do your work. But it's people like you who is just doing wonderful things. And I'm so glad to have you a part of this, this effort here of making sure that people, and especially black women, have their seat at the table and not be left out. And I'm so glad that you're going to regularly be coming and giving those tools and, and, and showing folks, hey, this is how you get a piece of that pie that you were guaranteed and said, hey, you supposed to have a piece of this pie. Yes. So I, I so appreciate you. I thank you for being a part of our show today. I mean, I was like, I hate to end now. We got the end. But my goodness, she, she just dropped. She she dropped it like it was hot. I'm you, I can't get down there because of my knees. But I was like, she, she dropped that. She dropped that mm -hmm. thing. And if if someone out there is not, I mean, if they're not getting that, I don't know what else that could be said mm -hmm. because you said it so empathically and you said it perfectly. Thank and you. I appreciate you for that. And I thank you for being on the show. Thank I you. mean, please tell us if you, you got any things coming up that you're working on. Also, let, let, let the sister friends know how can they reach you if they need to get in contact with you. I, to, I told y'all this was a bad sister. I told y'all <laughs> that from the beginning and I wasn't lying. And she delivered. And she's going to keep coming on delivering. So tell us, tell anything that you're working on anything that that um where can they reach you how can they get in touch with you all right yes yeah, so i am right now i'm actually working on uh something for those that are interested in getting into a home um it, it's going to be a boot camp it's going to be a real estate boot camp it'll be four days that you will learn um how to purchase a home, everything you need from credit to financing, working with a lender, um, places to buy as far as price range ranges go, um, and, and talk about some of the myths of purchasing a home. So I'm putting that curriculum together and I will be launching that pretty soon here. Um, I also do some things in the community with young girls. I have a girls conference coming up. So if that's something you're interested in, just inbox me and, or, or email me. I'll give you my email and um, I'll let you know what I'm doing for the young girls and their parents. And the way you can reach me, you can either call me. My number is 951-575-9750. Or you can email me at comma, and that's spelled K-A-M-A, -A, at C M B realtyservices.com all right 
I told I told y'all she was gonna be fired. I told y'all I told you she was hot. Like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I just got a blister. I'm telling y'all. Um, and but don't worry, you're gonna see more of Kama because she's gonna be coming on regularly talking about these different things in terms of getting you the thing she was talking about how what you need to get in order she's gonna be coming and making sure that those things happen that you get that information so you are not missing out and you have a seat at the table so again i thank you all for coming and joining us today we had our wonderful guest camel uh and she's gonna be uh she, she, I'm telling you, she's shaking this world up. She's shaking this world up. And I'm telling I expect to see, and you may not be ready for this, but I want you to get ready, Kama. I want you to put your seatbelt on and get uh, ready for that ride. But you, you, there's some things that's, that's, go, that's going to happen in your life that you, the doors is going to be blown wide open. If you think you've reached somewhere now, just wait and see. I just, it, it's yeah. coming is coming and again i thank you for being a part of the show and um as you guys know uh we you know there's a seat at the table we because we own this table we are we we built the table and we we own this table so we always have a seat at the table so there's no need to bring a folding chair so until we meet again uh see you on the next episode